Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Anime Watch Club, a bi-weekly group discussion and review where the host of the What Do You Say Anime podcast nominate and vote on shows either we haven't seen or shows that hopefully lead to a great discussion. On today's episode, the undeeds of the What Do You Say Anime podcast will be reviewing the 2005 anime Aria, the animation. Let's meet today's tour guides. Aura, Haz is back. Haz, how's it going? My, 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 my. It's been a grip, but you know, back-to-back appearances. Come hit your boy for the gondola rides. It's going to be a little rough, but we only stay rocky because that's how life is. You feel me? Wow. Trying to give you the full experience. Yo, that was great. All right. Thanks for joining us again. Has Ara Ara. We got Rifle making his bi-monthly appearance. Rifle, how's it going? I'm doing pretty good. How are y'all? Oh, living life, my man. Uh, Ara, 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 our first moderator of the night. We got Miles. Miles, how's it going? Oh, you know, I I cannot complain. Um, it's a it's a good day to go on a Martian gondola ride. Yes, it is. And oh, uh, 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 Pat. Wow, uh, Ara, Ara, this is uh, yeah. All right, we're gonna talk about Aria. Uh. I, I'm so I'm sorry. I, I wish I could sound more excited, but I um I just finished it and it's uh it was good. It was good. Uh let's talk about Arya. Made by uh what studio did this? This was done by Hal Filmmaker. The legendary <laughs> studio. Legendary studio of Hal Filmmaker, which I'm pretty sure is doing something this season. Well hold on. Uh I, I need to confirm this. Um never mind. No, they aren't. They're actually they a little stacked. Are they? Yeah, with their uh, Begot to HK and uh, <laughs> Arya. Begot to HK is a classic. Watch Skip beat? Out. Come on. They got some bangers. Deer? Ask, bro. Come on. Deer's goes crazy. You're right. I'm sorry, guys. How could I ever diss um, <laughs> Hal Filmmaker Company? My fault. Um, they did. They did. I mean, Arya has a couple of higher than eight entries they got skippy they got princess tutu that's a lot better than i thought how filmmaker was gonna be when i clicked the button okay maybe maybe that's fair but yeah so they're uh that's the studio that did them let's do our first impressions uh so as always try and keep it spoiler free and uh yeah miles why don't you start us off like always uh sure so i uh, nominated Aria. I first came across Aria uh, after my wife and I watched Flying Witch, um, and she enjoyed it. So this, much like Flying Witch or Yuru Camp or the end of Evangelion, is um, a healing anime. Yes. So they're sort of known for their methodical pace and everything. So I knew what I was getting into uh, when I nominated this. It's not exactly my favorite uh, genre, but uh, the concept I thought was pretty cool to me anyway, and Kayla tends to like the shows, though we didn't have enough time to watch it together uh, these past two weeks, sadly. Um, so I ended up shooting myself in the foot a little bit um, with this nom. Uh, first three episodes were about what I expected. Um, uh, you know, it, it's slow, it's slice of lifey, it has pretty scenery, good music, it's very calming. Um, one issue that I had with it is that, uh, it, 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 anxiety wells in me when nothing happens and things. And so that was something that I, I fought against in, in this show. 
uh, where I understand that it's supposed to be calming, uh, but I'm incapable of relaxation. It has the opposite effect on you. Arguably. Yes, it did. Yeah. I can relate. Don't worry. And I have a wonderful life. Yes. So it has the opposite effect on me. And <laughs> that um, is my initial impressions, I guess. Um, I, I mean, I enjoyed it, but I it's not my favorite thing. And, and But I didn't expect to, like, love it or anything. So, you know, I came in with my expectations tempered. Would you recommend it? Mm. Sorry. Uh, yeah, so what I would say is that, like, um, you, you'll know if you'll like this show, right? Like if you're like a Yuru camp, Mushishi kind of guy, um, or gal, um, then yeah, like absolutely. I think that this does, I, I personally like this more than I liked Yuru camp. Um, so yeah, Pete's, Pete's down thumbing me. I just thought like I Mars was, was way cooler than Yuru camp. The characters are better than the Yuru camp characters. Um, but also, I have them at about the same rating. It's really just a minor <laughs> notch above for me. But yeah, if, you, if you're a fan of this genre and you're looking to just like relax and you you find things like this peaceful, um, then I would absolutely recommend it. If you are like Pat and I and things like this fill you with existential dread because nothing happens and people take 30 seconds to speak to each other, then yes, don't watch this. But, um, you know, I think it does a good job of what it's trying to be. Did you watch sub or dub, out of curiosity? I actually watched both. Ah, there you go. The dub doesn't make it any better. I was going to say, I liked if you the dub sub. a lot, actually. Well, I meant but... the, the, the talking to each other. Oh, taking... yeah, yeah. The pacing is, yeah. It's a, yeah, the speaking. Well, we can talk about my solution to that later. later. But... Yes. Oh, yeah, mine, <laughs> mine too. Don't worry. Um, yeah, uh, Hez, what about you? What do you think? Now, you know, y'all know I'm a harsh critic of the shows we watch here, bro. Like, I really hate y'all nominations, but when Arya yes. skedaddled on the spleen, I was like, damn, that's some shit, boy. That's some old shit. It makes sense that the person who made it made DRS because I had that connection to that era. And let me tell you something. If you're a fan of things like that, you're going to love Arya. See, what I think Arya does beautifully that, that Yuru Camp doesn't, okay, is Arya has this very scenic, you know, warming anime. But if you look in a little deeper... You know, you can see some things out of the way and they kind of play into that mystery more and more and they reveal more. So there's a little something for everybody. You know what I mean? I'm sure season two, we're going to learn a lot more. The first three episodes are great too. ED, absolute banger. One of my favorite EDs, bro. The OP, they got setting shots. It's not an animation with the music playing. It's real calm. Like the characters all got cool bits. The best part too, in the first three characters, you learn the greatest piece of information about the society in the entire series. Cats run shit. They're yeah. presents. I needed any more of a selling point. I, I It's gone now. It's gone. So would I recommend this? Of course. Watch this. Watch this with your family, bro. And the dub ain't even that bad. I love the dub. That's all I gotta say. Oh, man. Okay. Uh, yeah, the, the dub wasn't bad. I agree the dub wasn't bad. It was just like, I, I, I thought it was about the same as the sub in terms of quality. Um, or... Maybe it's the writing more, but we can get to that later. Uh, Pete, what about you? Yeah, it's been a hot minute since I've watched an 800 by 800 anime since this was made in 2005. And I was expecting it to be a little bit... Oh, man, what's I'm trying to think of the word for it. 
really generic, I guess, in the style that it, it, it kind of looked like. It looked like a stereotypical 2000, early 2000s slice of life. And it kind of surprised me based off what, like, technical aspects that they added to that really made a difference. I love, like, the background, the, the sound design, the music was all, like, really great. And for somebody maybe not like Miles and Pat, I'm a huge slice of life guy, and this was checking every box for me. I was... I was having a whole lot of fun in the beginning. I think how they kind of like twisted the story later and we'll talk about that really added more depth to the story. But in the beginning, it's it, it hooked me as like this slice of life on Mars type of scene that I've never seen before. And to me, I just had a, a fantastic time watching it in the beginning and I had I wasn't dreading watching the next episode and I thoroughly enjoyed it. I would recommend it to anybody who's a fan of the slice of life genre. Fair enough. All right. And then, uh, Rifle, what have you got? Yeah, so I never heard anything about Arya in the past. And when this got uh, one four-hour watching, I asked around, and a lot of people were like, oh, yeah, that's, that's like, uh, well-known. It's uh, the epitome. Okay, that was probably exaggerated, but it's pretty well-known. Uh, this It came out in 05, but it kind of reminds me of, uh, like, Yu Yu Hakusho, where it just take it took me a while to adjust to the art uh, of its time. Uh, when I first read it, I think if for me I predicted what it would be, and I was right. It was going to be very uh, story based, like episodic, uh, exploring the world. I think what really hooked me though was the world aspect, since we're on a futuristic Mars. So I was I pretty much enjoyed that part. Nice. And uh, lastly, would you, uh, so would you recommend it? Yes, uh, I would uh, recommend it for people who uh, want to expand their boundaries or who enjoy this type of uh, genre. All right, there you go. And um, I guess my thoughts, uh, I'll echo a couple of points people have said so far. Uh, it definitely looked very early 2000s. Like, right off the bat, I was like, yep, this is like Code Geass era. You know, five years given, give or take each direction. And uh, you could definitely tell it, it 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 felt pretty old at times too. I, I gotta say, like, and part of that is the um, the writing. It's just so slow. It 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 really really was slow. But I think if I enjoyed the slice of life elements more, like I don't care about gondolas. I don't care about stuff like that really um, as much as I do in laid back camp. I like camping. I like fishing. I like you know the nature and stuff right so i feel like i i i was able to tolerate it more in laid back camp and i shouldn't say tolerate but enjoy it more in laid back camp um but i also think it's better laid back camp was better produced personally um because it was more modern maybe more fit for my my millennial attention span or whatever you might want to say i don't know make make a joke about it um yeah i i would recommend it to people like pete uh who have nothing better to do with their lives other than watch a bunch of anime and that slice of life. What but, the uh... fuck is that supposed to be? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'd back. recommend it to Get losers it. like Pete. Yeah. <laughs> okay, if you're for, new to the uh, podcast, Pat's currently in his parents' basement, so yeah. <laughs> While behind me, I have thousands of dollars of manga I bought. I'm not doing yeah, nothing dude, with a, my that's life. That's a very, that's, that's a good counter right there. Oh, it, yeah, it's, it's a like, huge side I have a hard one. <laughs> I, the thing says I'm adult, like, thousands of dollars yeah miles go get married bro (laughs) (laughs) yeah um 
Okay. Uh, that is sorry. I thought. I guess that joke hit too close to home. Hey, if you um, come at the king, you best not miss. I don't think I missed. I think I hit a goddamn grand slam, but it's okay. Uh, we. <laughs> boo. Uh, yeah. Boo. Boo. This man. Yes. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I would recommend it to Pete, and I would recommend it to people who like slice of life anime and. Uh, but also at the same time, I would say, have you seen Laid Back Camp first? Or I would say, have you seen, I don't know, name, uh, Pete, name another slice of life anime. Non Non Biori. Have you seen Non Non Biori yet? Oh, I wouldn't recommend that one, but like, have you seen that one yet? Maybe I'd recommend that before this. I personally, Mushishi I don't know. This was, this Mushishi, there you go. That's yeah. the, the good one, right? Like it's, uh, it's a little just too slow for me. I, I was slogging through it at, by the end of it. The last few episodes were pretty good though, but especially the first three, it was pretty, it felt pretty slow to me. Um, but yeah, alright, uh, now let's move on to the spoiler section of our reviews, so spoilers for Arya going forward. Uh, yeah, who wants to start off our discussion? So I guess I have a question for you guys. This was a, a thing, and I think this, this is a good transition from what Pat was just saying. Pat, and everyone, if you were to say, watch season three of Arya, right? something that was made in like say 2016 i'm not saying you have to but imagine that was like the first episode um mm-hmm. but, but you have to by the way season three of aria one and that's what we'll be watching yay um, yeah. <laughs> so for me there was a lot of times where they would like pan to the scenery and stuff and it, it was very pretty but i imagine in 2005 it was like a lot more impressive than it it came off to be for me now like I, I enjoyed it. It was very, but it felt like it was. They were like setting up for these like nine, ten out of ten animation backdrops, and they were like seven, eight for me, sort of. I, did anyone else feel like that because of its age? Maybe some of the visual aspects of this were less impressive than they probably would have been had we watched this in two thousand five. That's that's a, I guess my question. Yeah, I think so. I I think that for the time being, like kind of like what you said that I don't know like what the technology was in order to do like the high-end like background stuff or like the water animations that we see today. I I just don't think that exists. And so I kind of like take it for what it is and it I don't think in any way that the, this show is like ugly. And I think they do a really good job at um, showing off like other elements of animation other than like say like a very polished background or water like for instance like how like their hair moves in the wind while they're like riding the gondola I thought that was like a really small little technical aspect that they did that was really well and it's kind of like those things that I noticed in terms of like animation that really stuck out to me to make it seem like if I watched this in 2005 I would probably say that this was maybe like an anime of the like animation of the year contender. I have no idea what aired in 2005, but I thought it was like really well for its time for just based off like the anime I've seen in that time era era. Yeah. I, I feel like, you know, personally, I think there's merit to like, you know, when you age anime, when we go back, you know, there's always that nostalgic feeling sort of that aesthetic that, you know, surrounds all the anime. And sometimes that helps. And I think in this case, for me, at least, it helped it. It felt really aesthetic, you know, because of the age and like the things that they were doing and stuff. I, I expect it would look a lot different in modern day. I, I would assume they would be aiming for a visual style that's less aesthetic it's, and more similar to like Violet Evergarden. But like, 
you know, I think that's a part of its charm. For example, they do that thing pretty often, and I'm sure it's because of limited resources, where they do, like, lower, like, budget, like, very simple animations. And it's pretty funny, even though it's obviously just for, like, technical limitations or whatever. It's done very well. So I think, like, when they were creating those scenes where it pans out, it still works today. It's just it has more of a nostalgic feel rather than... Oh, I'm, and and nostalgia in like a warm, healing way, as the anime is trying to do, where instead of like, a, oh, this is technically beautiful. Yeah, I I wasn't too blown away by the animation either. Like, it, I'm sure it did look good for its time, but um, I don't know. It still did a lot to me, at least. It did a lot of the old anime things, the things that when you watch vintage stuff, you just notice in every single show too pretty much like so obviously there are worse offenders but like you know using the same b-roll footage uh, when you load when they're like transitioning scenes or you know the doing that slow screen pan for 30 seconds of a conversation then panning back up or you know, whatever, like just showing a background shot instead of showing people talking like things that they did back in the day, probably because they needed to in order because anime wasn't as well funded back then. Or, you know, maybe it was harder for them to produce stuff because or animate things because they had no computer help, let alone whatever they, you know, whatever they have now. I don't know. But it was very noticeable for me in this show where there didn't feel like a lot had to be going on, but it also was very, very static. And and uh, I don't know how you guys felt about that, but that, that that's the way it was to me, at least. I think it had that, like, retro feel, especially mm. it, being it filmed, or I guess per, how it was shown, at least I watched on Crunchyroll, in the 800 by 800 resolution, where we had, like, these... I had, like, two black bars on my flat screen, and then the, the square box of... The resolution I, I like i knew what i was expecting like i, I knew it was going to be that style of animation and I, I don't know if we want to like dive into like some like little technical things that they did to it as well but i, I really do think i'm like looking on mal right now and some of the o5 anime that i've seen uh like honey and clover eureka 7 eye shield 21 some of these like that i've seen before in the past where I feel like Arya did a better job in terms of like animating their show compared to these other ones. But that being said, it's that era. It's not. I I don't know how many like old school or I should say old school. Maybe it is. I guess for our age, but like how many two thousand five anime like stick out? Like Kyoto Animation was making Full Metal Panic at this time and not making bangers like they are today. So it's like it, it shows like what that era was and the type of anime that was being produced where I don't think a high budget was A, needed, or B, was even there for, like, their disposal. Looking at through 2005, I think the only anime I've seen that's rated above an 8 on Mal is Mushishi. Yeah. Um, oh, and Eureka 7 is yeah. just over there. But, like, that's sort of the... I guess that sort of speaks to what I'm getting at. Like, it, mm. industries improve over time. I thought that Aria was very technically solid, mm -hmm. but it wasn't technically special. Um, and that, I think that the reason I think that is because I'm watching it now, 
mm-hmm. and not in 2005 because the way that it was directed um led me to believe that like they were showing stuff off right um kind of like how apparently back in like the 70s that the opening scene of a new hope where the star destroyer just keeps going yeah was like the most amazing movie scene anyone had ever seen in their entire lives you know Mm -hmm. um or like back in the 40s or the 30s or whatever like when trains would come at screens people would like faint like (laughs) you know um so like i guess a less exaggerated version of that um so i guess the reason i'm saying that is because while i wasn't impressed by the animation i what i would suspect is if i were to watch uh aria the sequel or aria the origination uh that i would be impressed by the animation i think that that's something that they probably focus on pretty pretty heavily here these set pieces and stuff and like I thought they were pretty good for 2005, um, but I just wanted to see if other people did find them a little dated as well. Not bad, just dated. I, I think to that point, and, and to, I think, um, Pat's point about things that older anime does, what I find is that maybe I'm not as, um, like, affected by that not uh, not just because i'm viewing it as like an aesthetic of the time or anything but also because i feel like there was a lot of and and we'll talk about this i guess after this probably right visual storytelling i think of like things in the scenes that draw interest to this story um like or at least what's going on in the background right and like that interested me so even though it may not have been technically important i felt like what they were showing off still drew my interest um or or technically special sorry like no i i agree i thought shot composition like background shot composition was like very good there's you know good use of framing and leading lines and just stuff to draw your attention the the scene where she's going through the bridge and like the cat eyes show up and they like turn around and stuff was very visually striking um any of the scenes with the snow was really good. Um, I am a sucker for snow, though. Um, you know, so that was like I, I I agree. Like I think that that level of it of the art direction was like very good. I thought the soundtrack was very good. I think that this is a very solid thing. I just I guess. Would it be enhanced? Yes. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think that, like, if, if someone remade Aria for the first time in uh, 2022, that it, it could be improved upon. For for um, sure. Just, like, raw technical, like, spectacle, for sure. I, I, I'm just saying that, like, I think, despite the fact that it can be, I think that because it was so well-directed and the fact that not only can it be a set piece, but also a way of visually storytelling that it doesn't really negatively affect it, that it's not as technically impressive because it doesn't feel unnecessary. It feels like they're still telling story with those it's, shots. Yeah, no, I agree. It's a very solid foundation. There just isn't a ton built on it because it's yeah. from so long ago, but it's better than shows that we're getting this season, even, I think, like, as far as, like, technical direction and stuff goes. So... Yeah, I think the the other thing that made it feel very aged for me, though, was the and, uh, you know, beyond animation would be the dialogue at times and the way that 
it just you know anime has never gotten to the point where it feels like humans talking to each other except for in good shows you know what i mean like but like in this one it the conversations would take forever man and they were and you know it was to pad the runtime right it was to fill the i think that's a genre air. thing because i noticed the same thing with pretty much every show in this genre i i i feel like that I, so that like, may be the case it, more so in this genre than others for sure i would agree with that um but i think more of a this feature one than a, bug. It, a feature yeah uh, yeah I, it's uh, not a feature i enjoy but i, I yeah. think it's a feature <laughs> Well, it's a feature that made me have to watch this at two times speed because I was just getting so goddamn bored at, at like because like things were happening. Well, and they weren't really, but like it's some things were like trying to happen, but it would take them so long to get there that I, I was just like, like, come on. I, I, I want to know. <laughs> do, do you think uh, and uh, this is not to like defend this show specifically, but like maybe it's just like a consequence of the genre right like like i think miles said like that this is something that's prevalent throughout the genre but i think if you don't like something and then you know it you see these long conversations and you're not invested which is what the genre is kind of banking on it's like oh well this is a fucking chore and i kind of want to bank off that because i think they do something where it kept me more engaged in the dialogue was the um, and this is a very 2005 thing was how they changed like the animations on their face I don't know that the particular style that yes. that's called, but to me, I thought that added to like how they were like feeling and reacting to this conversation. And it kept me significantly more engaged. And that was another one of those like retro anime things where we saw it a lot in 2005. And nowadays we see in like, maybe like a chibi form. We'll have something like that in like current day anime, but like that style of like facial expressions isn't really like prevalent as it was back then. That was really fun. I, I agree with that. I liked that because it, 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 it was a good way to show when the characters like because normally they're these beautiful women who are like, you know, rowing these, you know, boats so gracefully and stuff. But, you know, they're still people. And so like when they were being petty or embarrassed or whatever, they would just switch them to these people with like little Pac-Man heads. Yeah. Essentially. <laughs> it's. Yeah, I, I thought that was fun. I always, like, that's one of the places where I think anime in general, and specifically Aria, like, excels. And, like, a much more stylized version of that uh, from this season would be, like, Spy Family with, like, Anya's facial expressions, right? Like, how they can exaggerate that and stuff. But this is, like, in that same vein, um, a very enjoyable thing that I think made these characters feel more three-dimensional as they made them more two-dimensional. <laughs> no, absolutely. Physically. Speaking of like the dialogue, did anybody get sick of the Ara Aras by any chance? I know I brought it up in the preview, but that's like all she says. And I was like, I bet some people get really turned off by this, but every time she said it, I'm not gonna lie, I put a smile on my face. I love that. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> I started off sick of it. And then over time, I developed Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah. You got used and, to it, right. Yeah. yeah, and then I was just like, I now enjoy this. Like, I, the first episode she shows up, and, like, I think, like, I think she tones it down over time, which maybe made me enjoy it more. But there's, like, one time where she, like, literally says, like, ara, 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 ara. And it's just, like, and, like, I, I appreciated the, like, commitment to the bit. But was we that, only... Was, was that the her and Akira... <laughs> Uh, yeah. thing oh yes, dude yes, that yes, yes, was yes, hilarious yes, yes. where yeah yeah that was i mean it was funny um but also like um 
like you know as pat and i have alluded to we have a little bit of a problem with the pacing and so like when you get eight words in a row and they're all the same word it's just you know you're like a little like oh my god like let's let's talk about something was that Um, that like the same thing with like the cat uh did you experience that because like i also thought that when you went like beyond 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 the art the actual cat aria i thought i would get sick of that and by the end of it um I mean, he was one of my favorite characters in the show. So, did, oh, did you? So I love cats. What yeah. Watch Club has taught me is that episodes from the perspective of cats and anime are awful. <gasps> um, I, I didn't like this one. It was my least favorite part of the show. Um, Pat, cover your ears. But the Tadakun never falls in love episode from the perspective of the cat is the worst episode of Tadakun never falls in love. Really? Um, I thought you I, liked it actually. No, I don't think I did. Um, I, I, oh God, I just found it so boring because, like, I liked the cat, mind you. I don't like, and I liked Aria, and I liked, I liked the black cat the most, or maybe the panda that they pretended was a cat. Ma, um, ma, yeah, ma uh, But just like the the one where he becomes a superhero and like goes and finds the doll. See, like, and I understand why you like it. Hey. I get it. I get it. Nothing happens in this show, and when they dial it back from like ten percent of things are happening to zero percent of things are happening, it gives me whiplash. <laughs> <laughs> it's just too drastic Listen. of a change. Listen, man, this for the viewers at home, he's walling right now because <laughs> Arya's episode on Arya as super—he's a superhero. This, I'm gonna be honest, bro. I watched the Batman two times. That episode is better than the Batman. Woo! spitting that's that shit that's a better superhero flick that's the best comic book adaptation i, I guess it doesn't have an unnecessary bromance romance plot in it like the Batman. well 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 he he got curved but you know it, it's a <laughs> sacrifice you gotta take you know as a hero bro like, he, you can't, yeah, be, he yeah, you can't be dipping and diving you gotta be on the prowl <laughs> i don't know what our next conversation is but i, I assume we should talk about time and traveling uh, through okay, okay. Let, let, let's talk about about the time travel mm-hmm. um because mm-hmm. what i guess what i'm most curious about is if this is and i i kind of hope it isn't but is it something that gets answered later on in this series about like why time behaves differently here and why aqua is a place where um, through the power of gondola riding, you can travel through space and time. Um, I guess gondola riding, you can always travel through space, but like also time. Um, <laughs> I mean, I go forward know. in time. <laughs> yeah. Okay. okay. No, never mind. Why, why is Aqua like everywhere else <laughs> with gondola riding? That's a good point. <laughs> um, you know, but like it, that. It's got that, like, supernatural element to it, right? Where, like, occasionally, like, a spooky child from the past who is actually maybe a cat the entire time um, will, like, you know, get you a letter or you'll just go back 50 years into the past. Um, You know, and then then again, they just, like, randomly were going through an alley, uh, her sister and her, and it ended up in the past before the canals were filled. Um, and like, that's really interesting. You know what I mean? Like if this was like 
my favorite genre of anime. All of those scenes would have been in the first like two episodes, and then we'd start getting some answers. Um, but instead, they're they're three times throughout twelve episodes, and we might never get answers. Um, but I don't know if we need answers. I think it might just be part of the the charm of the world that they're in. You know, like it adds that mystique to this alien planet they're on. Um, and to it adds some gravitas to the uh, the job they have, which seems almost sacred in a way. The gondola riding, even though it's like a tourist trap. Um, yeah, yeah. So I guess like, what are people's thoughts on that? Like, if you were to say watch Arya season two, um, you know, would you want? You don't have to, Pat. Again, I'm not making you watch any more Arya. Yeah, you uh, <laughs> saying that you're going to though. You're saying like if I was going to, like, if if we were to force Pat to sit down and watch every episode of Arya, because um, there's a lot of them, it's uh, quite a few. It's too core from now on, buddy. <laughs> oh, um, too many. And oh, damn, we can't nominate it for Watch Club. Ah, oh, until I have to find a new nomination. Yeah, uh, we could do two cores without the world. Don't worry. <laughs> um. <laughs> But would you want, like, I, I'm assuming everyone would want this time stuff to be explored more in some context. Um, but do you want do you want answers to it, or do you like it being sort of like a woven into the background mystique of the world? Um, Pete seems like he knows his answer. He's already thought of his answer. Pete, what do we? No, got? that's a great question. I'm more intrigued about the gnomes controlling gravity and the salamanders controlling like the temperature because they always use a phrase for the salamanders that they're out there like fighting for aqua like yes. what are they fighting to control the temperature and that's what i wanted that's like my biggest mystery because um akatsuki always like comes back but he doesn't look like war torn or anything like that and he's like referred to as like a cool guy and like salamanders have like these like high i don't know it seems like he's like a knight of some sort i feel like in this realm and but I want to know uh, yeah. what the salamanders are fighting. There's so many questions I want answered. Spoilers, it's Gundams. <laughs> Yo, okay, <laughs> it could be a mech because Aqua is currently going through. It's living in its second impact phase. Neon Genesis reference. So we know that in some way, in some aspect, humanity was on Aqua, and then they're gone. In some aspects, and I, I maybe me and Haskin, we have some conspiracy theories, we but have theories. I think right now they're living in their second impact. Okay. Maybe we get to that is, later. Uh, yeah. Okay. I, I do have a follow-up question to the question that I've only had one person answer now, okay. but I'll, we'll get to that after more people answer yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, has. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, in season two, see, here's the thing, right? I think what I would love, because I, I like when anime does this, is you can explain it, but it doesn't all have to be explained. So, for example, like there are things that, you should answer, I think. Like, why is half a Neo Venetia in ruins if it's a new civilization on top of and nothing bad is, you know what I mean? Why why is the hot springs a, a ruin, essentially? Because you wouldn't just build fucking ruins, they're ruins. <laughs> but things like time travel, right? Things that grand, you could say what initially caused it, but it's not something they have control over and like the details of, you know what I mean? Like maybe they were fucking with gravity and, and ever since they started fucking with it, it's just been something that's happening and they may never figure out why or how to control it or how to fix it as long as they live. That's fine. But it's some acknowledgement that they know it's happening 
and that there is a reason there's at least some speculation as to why it's happening you know what i mean so that's about as much answers as i need um but other than that i think even if it didn't give me answers i'd still be fine i just love because it, it makes it feel real there's a world with mysteries in it and i may never know but that's not why i clicked i clicked on the watch gondolas you know what i mean not to figure out the mystery of neo venezia that's yeah, just but, a cool bonus oh god you know what i want to do is figure out the mysteries of neo venezia <laughs> i mean i'm there you're out there i'm right there with <laughs> um, you gideon so like, rifle yeah so i yeah i was perplexed by this single thing and so i think i might have spoiled myself for the first episode to season two but it's kind of obvious the answer to everything is cats. Yeah, no, that that, that, that they is, do hint towards that. That because, that cats, like you said, the time, time travel, travel. Yeah, the time travel was that they link us to the past the and past. the future. And Arya was there. We also have that ghost cat that turns into a human for some reason. Uh, and we also know that the companies keep cats with aquamarine eyes for good luck. Is there? presidents yeah <laughs> it's, they're divine so, beings what happens in next season it's tied to the cats okay actually real quick can i just yeah. say something go ahead retconning malcoon to have blue eyes was a cop-out <laughs> he didn't have fucking blue eyes anyways continue <laughs> they just decided at the end yeah he has blue eyes bro you could keep him no he didn't they're just tiny you know you, you can barely see them they're just tiny Fuck up. i'm sorry yeah no you're good um yeah, the cats just being mutant just because they grew up on Aqua is pretty interesting. Um, to answer Miles' question, I shockingly I want answers. Uh, I don't I don't like well, I I don't like open ended things where it's like all right go fuck yourself figure it out or or you choose. That's what I don't like. I don't like you choose kinds of answers. I like you can figure it out if you with the given context that we've given. So. Um, I want answers to this, but I'm also not going to find them myself. You know, like I'd rather just have someone tell me what happens. I think at this point personally, but of course that's can't believe Pat's going to watch season two and three and all the OVAs uh... and the movie of Aria. This is now the Aria watch club. They're going to go the whole fucking (laughs) series. Um, Yeah. I didn't, I didn't hate this by the way. I just, no, 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 we, we didn't. Yeah, we didn't. I, I, I do think everyone's like a little it, extra psyched about it. But I think, uh, I think it sounds like I, I hated it, but I really didn't. I just there yeah, were parts worry, I, that frustrated me. Yeah, dude, if you give something a seven in this in this watch club here, it means you hate it, right? Yeah, like, that's, that's true. That's, that's, that's the rules. That's the rule. Uh, <laughs> I, I do want to yeah, say something about the cat spirit, though. Um, yeah, I, I think that like ties in with this style of um, genre. Um, what's it called? The on, yeah, the Iyashi or whatever it's called. The he- because we have like there's a currently airing anime right now that deals with like a spirit that's a cat that could also turn into human. Uh, we had it with like helpful fox, uh, helpful fox Senkosan, where like her companion was like a cat spirit. So I do think like that like the episode two with the cat spirit thing isn't just like a random ass pull. I think it says something to do with like that genre where like cats are these spirits. That like even in after death or something like that can take on like human form. So that that's kind of like my observance from like this style of genre and like the emphasis of like what the cats can do in the storyline. So I guess like a a thing that I really liked about 
Arya was the world building. We've sort of talked about this a little bit, but it's very. I apologize to everyone who has to listen to me talk about this because it's it's a dumb comparison, but I, I think it fits. It's very oh, souls like, um, like you know, like the Dark Souls franchise, the way that Aria the animation does its world Lord. building. One A, one B, yeah. Um, true Elden Lord. Yeah, uh, but in by that I mean like they really don't other than the gondola companies drop a large amount of exposition. They just sort of have conversations with each other and you like learn things about them and like the world. And you see like has us talking about like the ruins and like all of these other things. Like there are hints about this world and its history that are given sort of like in a tertiary method, right? They're not like told directly to us. Um, you know, we know the salamanders are doing something to keep the uh, climate of the world stable, but like, you know, we don't know what or how or why, you know, that sort of thing. Like, I thought that was really interesting. I also think, so I guess the, the main question is, did you guys like the way that the show did its world building? Um, through a sort of um, show, don't tell kind of way, and in in a very sort of the world building is outside of the main plot plot for the most part, right? Like it, it you just get a world built around these girls doing gondola stuff. Um, second, and this is a little little bonus question. But this world is, like, vaguely sinister. It's not very sinister, but it's vaguely sinister. Would you like a show like Arya that has the same tone as Arya, but in the background, the world is very clearly more dystopic or, like, post-apocalyptic or something like that? And, like, I guess part of the gag was that this you know, peaceful thing was happening in this sort of, like, kind of world, because Arya does have, like, a teeny bit of, like, sinisterness to it. I, I felt, at least. It's 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 mostly not, you know, but, you know, you, you went to that place where, like, the, the houses that used to be there were flooded and stuff. Like, mm. there's stuff there, um, you know, and I just thought that was like an interesting take. And I thought that something that turned that up a little bit might be interesting. Um, has tick. What are your thoughts? Well, uh, I, um, I really liked it. I, I thought it was super cool. I, I think there are just like shots in this show that are really good. I just explaining the way things are. I think even like to your point about like, there's a slightly sinister tone. I think, there are some speeches in, you know, in Slice of Life, there's always like a very sort of like, sometimes a speech will be cutesy or like happy and everything. But I think there there's a, a few examples of um the main girl, I'm forgetting her name. Akari. Where Akari, where Akari speaks and she does like a Slice of Life, like, you know, it's a beautiful day thing. But you can see there's like an undertone of like sadness or like the, some acknowledgement that something bad happened in the past. And I, you know, I think of the scene of the three of them rowing through the flooded house and it looks really like it's a pretty dark shot out of context um but yeah i, I really loved it and, and, it, and it helped keep me intrigued 
in a story that you know is outside of the genre I, I generally like i think it, it's really what kept me interested in it and it helped the place feel real because whether because you know i'm learning about this place and and there are things going on that i may not know about but that's just it made it feel more real you know what i mean yeah no absolutely i i, I agree that's that's what it makes aqua so like a complaint I had at first was that Aqua felt like it was just propelled by the gondola riding economy. Like, that was, like, the only industry that, like, existed there. But as the show went on, I learned that we were just focused on that and that Aqua was, like, an alive world that, um, you know, you, you, we could, like, learn things about. Um, Pat, do you have any thoughts on this? No, I think I'm good. Okay, Pete. <laughs> I kind of want to dive into this when we, unless we want to do it now with the conspiracy theories that we have. I know me and Haz are itching for it. <laughs> I just thought of one right now as you were talking about oh, the let's visual storytelling. Rifle, do you, do you have any thoughts before we, yeah. we dive into the conspiracy theories? Yeah, I just want, uh, just the whole world building is what really kept me intrigued. I just like their whole bits of uh, their naming of certain jobs. You have the Undines, the Salamanders, Gnomes, and I think, what was it, uh, that guy on his flying bike, uh, Stilfs, I think he was called. Uh, another thing that was interesting was Stilf, Im yeah. imagining waking up and finding your living room just flooded. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, well, that's, that's probably not good. I mean, luckily you have a two-story house. But yeah, so world building, I re it really kept me entertained by this show. Yeah, awesome. I, I, I agree. I think it was very good. Okay, Pete, you wanted to start on conspiracy Let's theories go. Let's go. in Aria. The I've, I, I've been Let's waiting go. for this. Me, me and Haz have been waiting for this. We've been plotting. We've been in the background. And I think, that, I think there's a couple. And so mm -hmm. the first thing is that I believe that currently Aqua is, this is post-first impact. So this is... Yeah, yeah, pre-second impact, which I believe is oncoming. Um, we know that in episode three and four that people died because they were unable to control the water um, with that, that guy's husband when he went to that one island. That's why there was all those graves. We see it in episode, I believe it's 11 or 12, where she crosses the bridge and their village is having troubles like with controlling the water and how there's like no snow there, but when she crossed over the bridge that there was snow. So like water is like the main focal point. So I'm thinking that like the world essentially drowned and that's, and I think that like the city that they're living in now was like barren or it was like flat land. And because of the rising water, that's why we have like the gondolas and stuff. And so like, I'm thinking like Aqua's like actually like super dark, like, a lot of these people have been killed because of the water and them trying to control it. And um, with the gnomes now controlling gravity, that's why we're having like these time space continuums where like things are like crossing between each other because that's like what we believe in science fiction and stuff like that. That might be real. I don't know. But um, basically completely correct. Don't worry. Yeah. yeah, yeah. For, for, the, for the context, I'm spot on, but um <laughs> I, I, that, that's kind of like what I'm thinking is like, that's kind of like the world that they're living in. And there's like this big conspiracy hiding the first impact and why like nobody talks about all these dead people or why nobody knows about these towns or these people with like, cause 
did they ever like show like people with like a camera or or a camcorder prior to episode 11 or 12 i have some questions about why she had like a hard time with the pictures in the camcorder and like every time you see these people are on gondolas nobody's taking pictures it i don't know there's a lot has you can jump in whatever you want but i I think there's like a bigger conspiracy going on yeah so i'm basically in agreement and and there are just some things that i i thought of that kind of helped build this one i i think that the flood i i thought so too at first but there is an interesting detail in that not all of it flooded um so when you're when they travel back in time they make a very good point of do of drawing the background with mountains like it, it it's it's kind of weird because there are no other mountains really on aria outside of like very far away from um very far from where they're at but they're they're there's like mountains and stuff. So I think part of it flooded because also in episode 13, you get the, the second time you're looking into the past where the, the kid who delivered the letter was from. And they're on the same level. So like wherever Aria and Neo Venezia is at, that town was built at a level above wherever it flooded. And that's why it's, you know what I mean? I also think it makes sense as to why gondola business is so revered. If I were to watch more on, I imagine there would be a scene that sort of parallels the gondola scene through the ruins, except with the people when the flood happened, right? And it's sort of like, it's the way that they saved, which is why they're so revered. And, and you know, the people on the gondolas help when they were, it's like Noah's Ark or some shit. I don't know. But that that's what I think. I think, you know, obviously the, the gravity is fucking with time. I don't think, I'm not sure if they realize it. Um, so, hmm. So I don't think the gravity is the thing that's fucking with time. Okay. The reason I don't think that the gravity is the thing fucking with time is just because Mars is like one-tenth the mass of Earth, right? Mm-hmm. I think it's like half the size and one-tenth the the mass. So they added who knows how much water. Let's say it, it brings it up to to half the mass as well, right? Um, that gravity is to give Aqua, it's like, you notice how people don't like jump, like they're on the fucking moon, basically. Like, you know, um, like that's to, to simulate Manholm as they call it in, in universe. Right. And like that difference in gravity isn't enough to fuck with time in such a way that basically if they were turning up the gravity enough that it was fucking with time to cause any amount of substantial like time travel or like going to the past or something um reality itself would break <laughs> um may i may i counter yeah, of course all right my counter to that it's an anime. It's anime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say. I guess, like, my my counter to that is that th- it does seem to be relatively science focused with yeah. making Nine. the terraforming. The fact that they thought about um the logistics, the gravity, of how this... right? Like they, they yeah. thought about having to create artificial gravity on Mars for people to live on it comfortably is uh 
shows to me that like like some actual thought went into it, right? And like you can see yeah. the two moons in the sky sometimes. Like they they definitely they wanted to be loose, uh, I, the way I would say it's like they they wanted it to loosely be based in like scientific reality of today, right? Where it's like obviously it's not we could never do this to to Mars today, right? It would not yeah, be but it, it but but it, it it's similar to something that we in theory could do and would try to do once right. the technology is there. Right. My anime counter to your idea has okay is that in the anime they say fucking cats do it right yeah so that was so... i was gonna say there was there was a big thing i was trying to logic it out but there's always the answer of supernatural human fucking cats so no. like that's not it's it's not the most satisfactory because there's only so much theory crafting i could do around that but it is magical space cats which i it's the only theory I have around that is that Arya is about how Akari or whatever, or, or, or whatever her name is, Akari becomes a Akari becomes a space cat, and that's why she can do this Ooh. time travel shit. You spit. You oh, see what I'm saying? Yeah. Why? Why can she do it? Because because Arya Arya is like a super intelligent yeah. cat. She understand or he understands conversations well. Responds to conversations with his own beyond 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 whatever he does yeah. what if akari what if they're not actually there to train to be gondolas maybe that's just the first because step in becoming space cats, cats. yo and that would it, yo bro yo! this watch club been a bang <laughs> this baby. show that's is like genius that's what i like oh my god see. yo if y'all not subscribed already you better subscribe, like the video, comment your theories about what's going on on, on yeah. the planet. Yeah, Ar Aria's got to be like, you know how you do like a, what's it called? Like A equals one, R equals yeah, something like that. You like add up the letters and it somehow equals space cat. Like that's bro, what we're bro. getting to. That's the level we're Miles, getting I to with that Aria. Equation. Miles, I need Mar that equation. Yo, figure out the enigma of Aria. It, we need. How we get a car in a space cat? A yeah. Okay. Let me. Let me how you make this anime interesting enough to watch? There you go. You come up with your own conspiracy theories about it. I like it though. Yeah. Um, it presents itself in the story. It's there. It's just. It's. It's hiding yeah. in plain sight. We you just, just gotta figure. You just it gotta out. go out and look for it. It's. It's on. Uh, it's, yes. it's the duty it, of our of us as the the it's, viewers. It's the victim's fault. It's the victim's. That's not what I'm saying at all, Pat. That's way out of context. <laughs> what Mom said is not our actual views. I'm sorry. That's bad. we're talking space cats right now. I don't know what the fuck you're on, but we are talking about first impact space cats. The anime. See, I think the reason why people don't talk about why the city's flooded and why there's a bunch of dead, or why people, a bunch of people died is because it really sucks to talk about how many dead people there are and it's taboo to talk about death. Um, or the government. I feel like, yeah, maybe. Dystopia? You no? can't talk about death now? They silence in the public? Yeah, this dude. Is crazy. This is that It's It's like a fake illusion. Like, the Arya wow. put, Aqua puts on a mask like it's like this peaceful place, but it's not. It's a tyrant. It's a tyrannically ruled planet. They terraformed it for diamonds. They found space cats, and now this is where we're at. Yo, bro, I'm not going to lie. What a what a fucking gas pack thing. I I I don't know where we were at in terms of every the like, criticisms, but like classic. This is classic. This is I, the mind game. I hope somebody turns on this episode, fast forwards to our conspiracy theory thing, and then just wonders what the fuck we're talking about.
but it all makes sense in the context of the show. Oh, the world flooded, and then hey. we got space cats. Hey man, if you win for the long haul, the last movie came out last December. So do you, you should go watch this. Do you think that episode where they go for training at Grandma and Arya is looking up at the stars with the cast? That that's mm. like symbolism for space cats, gentlemen. Your thoughts? Oh. <laughs> yes. Amen. I can't argue nah. this logic anymore because I can't. I can't even follow it. So nah. how do you start to nah. argue it? Nah, Pete. Because Pete. You know what else is interesting? I thought specifically about the grandma episode. Yep. I feel like where grandma is at is fucking foreign to the rest of Aqua as we see it. Like, she's on, like, some range, some plains or whatever. It's not... We don't see water, any body of water near where she's at. Like, she's on, like, a big-ass continent or some shit. And I thought it was really interesting that she lives out there, but it also still seems pretty empty. I feel like it's like yeah. Italy, right? Because like Venice is underwater and then, but mm. Italy has like the roaming mountains and stuff like that. So that's kind of like what oh. I was thinking. But also there was times and thoughts where I didn't actually think grandma was real. So add that to another list of the conspiracy theories. Yo, perfect Aria, the Makoto Shinkai. Yes. <laughs> yes. This is a pre, a prequel to weathering with you. I said it. Yo, I don't, I don't, this is the greatest podcast Wouldn't this podcast be after weathering time. with you? Maybe, I don't know, I'm just talking out okay. my ass right now. <laughs> it's actually running, it's actually on the other side of the Bubbles universe. Yeah! See, they run in races and gondolas while they run in parkour races and Bubbles. If you Ooh. haven't watched Bubbles Review, just go watch that. Yo, sick plug. You know me. That's all I got okay. for conspiracy theories, though. So, <laughs> I, I have done the math. All right. Oh, shit. We got it. Okay. Boys, the equation. I, so, love, I love scientists, man. The there, there's a few things that we need to think about here. Okay. All First right, off, good. when you type in, when you do the cipher for just Aria, it's only 29. So we're not getting anything for that. But okay. he has a last name, right? Pocotan. Right. Yep. So okay. then you get 125. Well, then I did Space Cat, and that was only like 68. But then I realized space is interwoven with time. So I did Space Time Cat. And then I got not quite enough. But then I realized (laughs) there's more than one cat. So then I did Space Time Cats. And I got 134. So the Big, the big mystery, the missing link to this is what is Arya Pokotang's middle name? If it starts with an I, it all makes sense. What? What? What if you switch cats with Neko? Because it's Japanese. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yo, yo, we're going crazy today. You should. I will be right back. I'm Let just me... saying there, there, there's, there's a missing link somewhere. Maybe it's not space, but what if it's like galaxy cats it's, or something like that? It's a missing you link in watch... your brain somewhere because <laughs> if you ain't watching Ario right now, wait, okay, Neko and Neko, Neko and cats gives us the same value. Whoa! What? Look at oh that! God. The government no, is suppressing us. It's an increase of two. So, what is the eleventh letter of the alphabet? Um, K. Yeah. So, if his middle name is K, but wait, how do you 
pluralize in Japanese? Ne- Nekos? Yeah, but is that that's not right, is it? <laughs> I, I don't know. What what's what's the what's the well, what, uh, we're we're missing the real question. What's the kanji of cat and what's the kanji of cats? I think we're doing oh. this wrong. We All right. what Hold what on. what number kanji or oh what if it's in like the Japanese Ooh. We gotta dig deeper, boys. Yeah, bro. Do they have I'm their own, do we, have we seen written language in Aria? I need to go do get we know I need to go get if, some tinfoil and put it on my hat because we're about to we're about to break something and I know the government's gonna be kicking down my door and not for the reason you think it is, and then arresting me because I know too much. I Okay. So the government is tampering with my internet right now. Oh, guys, could could you could you hear me? Uh, uh, uh. Okay, this is great. This is high quality content. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to everybody listening. We need an editor. Yo, we this need, is we need our. This is my favorite. Someone apply to be an editor for us because holy moly, do it. this is we a top edit, three segment. We need to edit this to the front of the podcast. Yeah. Um. Okay. So unfortunately, the math isn't quite adding up. But wait a minute. No, continue again. Sorry, I, okay. I have to do more math. You guys come up with something. Try to make it real, but you don't have to. Well, the story makes it real already. It's just yeah, we, I mean, we have to find. It's like a it's like a treasure map, but like part of it got damaged, and we need to figure out how to f- like fix the map so we can find the treasure because it's it got impacted during the first impact because the world got flooded over and like some of the things are missing. It's like trying to find a fossil. We're, we're archaeologists, boys. Mm. Yeah, bro. What are we talking about? I don't know what the fuck is going on anymore. This is... We're talking about maps and treasure maps. Yeah. We're talking about Golden Kamui, another Watch Club show. You know how... So, best character. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Maybe that's time for that. Oh. Yeah. Oh, well, we can Miles do, like, our final thoughts and then get back to Miles's... Uh, yeah, I'll go last. Math. All right, cool. Yeah, okay, there we go. Yeah, let's... Yeah, thank God. Oh, my God. Hell, goodness. yeah. Let's that was on. great. Final thoughts. Okay, Haz, why don't we start with you since we're not starting with Miles. And your oh, score, please, too. You already know. Let me tell you something, man. Me and Slice of Life, not the biggest fans of each other. But me and Arya, we great fans of each other. I, I, I've listened to all of his fucking CDs. I watch all of his TV shows, write his comic. He's a gangster boy, bro. And his superheroing days will go on forever in the hearts of those that he has touched. And I'm one of those. I'm one of those consoles. So that's why I'm gonna give this shit a nine. Yes, right? sir. It's a nine. It's gas pack. It's all that. If you're looking for some old feel good anime, but you want to be a little intrigued, bro, like what's going on here and there, Ari is for you, bro. Ari is for you. And the ED slaps, like I already said, it slaps. Goes crazy. Slaps, baby. Yes. Yeah. There we go. Um, audio listeners, sir confused but yeah i just slapped myself in the face uh i'm awake again though so it's good all right pete what about you uh final thoughts there's one thing that i really enjoyed that they did it was a little touch where regardless of the weather and anime girls always just wear skirts like it could be like minus five in a blizzard and they'll still be wearing skirts and this show when it became winter they wore leggings underneath their dress they added that when it got cold i thought that was so cool um that being said i really like the op how it like went with the, it wasn't like a, a traditional anime LP where like it would play like the animations and stuff like that. It would like transition into the episode. And I thought that was like a really neat little touch that didn't have like a dedicated OP. And like what has said, the ED bop, so good. 
I had a fantastic time watching Arya. Um, I enjoyed like the conversations that we had with like ranging anywhere from like traditional slice of life to me and has his conspiracy theory. I love that about Arya. I had a great time. I will be continuing watching Arya when I, we get like a lesser, weaker season. I would, if you're like a slice of life fan, this show is right, Bradley. I'm giving it a nine. I loved it. Nine. Wow, that's two nines right off the bat. Uh, Rifle, what do you got? Why don't you bring us down to earth a little bit more here? I assume, actually. Maybe I shouldn't assume. If one feels it is fun now, one will be able to enjoy life the most. Everything will change over time, so we must treasure the happy moments before us. Akari Mizunashi. This show really was very enjoyable, especially the ending when I got to watch it with my boy Haz over here, and we had fun theorizing everything. And I found that by enjoying this, I was able to appreciate the show more. I enjoyed the scenic views of the opening stuff, and the songs were such a banger. I may not have enjoyed it as much as Pete or has, but it will go down as an 8 out of 10 for me. Let's go, Rifle! Hey, don't invite Rifle to the next episode of Watch Club. <laughs> Writing that down now. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Uh, Miles, what do you think? Oh, well, first, so, reveal your math, please. Let's, uh, let's pull it all together here. If you, you have space-time cats, which gives you a numerical value of 134. And then, if you add 1 for the letter A, the beginning of space-time cats. Now, you might be thinking that's weird, but everyone's name starts with A in this show. You get the exact numerical value of Akiri Mizunashi of 135. Let's go! Proving our theory that Akiri Mizunashi will become a space-time cat. Let's go! I knew it! Are by you season three me? Uh, Are you me? of Yo. this show. We're the best. We just mathed out a we show. What anime podcast we know is doing that? So, God, hey, bro. I spent a lot of time doing that. I've had a lot of fun talking about this show. Um, not even just our bullshit stuff. Just like talking about it has been fun. Uh, I had more fun talking about the show than I had watching the show. Yeah. Um, I, I will say, last three episodes or so, I thought were, like, pretty big bangers for me. Um, those were, like, definitely in that, like, 8 out of 10 range for me. But, like, the first ones ranged from 5 to 7, depending on the episode. Um, I, I will say, um, part of that is just me being an extremely anxious human being and being unable to relax. Um, it is a flaw with me, not a flaw with this show. Um, I suspect that if I were to watch future seasons of the show with the increased animation, um, I would like them more. I'm I liked the characters quite a bit. I guess we're not doing like Best Girl, even though this is like a wonderful show for it. Um Akira um is is probably like my pick. Um but um Overall, I'm going to say the show is like a 7 out of 10, but one that is trending um, as it goes on. I, I, you know, This is a show that uh, I felt better at the end of it than I did at the beginning of it, um, which is where I think you want to be if you're like a 7 out of 10. 
I, you know, because you want to impress me. That's the most important thing when making a show. Um, you know, um, it's really important that I feel good about your show at the end of it. Yeah. Um, but I, I enjoyed Aria. It was a little dull at times, but I thought it had great world building. I thought it had fun characters. Um, and the pacing was exactly what they intended the pacing to be, like Gandalf and arriving on time. But alas, that wasn't the pacing for me. Um, so. 7 out of 10, but I am hopeful uh, to watch season 2. I might, you know, once Haz and Pete blow through the discography of it, you know, ask if, like, I'm not up for a season 2, can I, like, squeak in, like, a 3 episode OVA? Like, do I need the plot, you know, or can I just enjoy 3 episodes of this if I'm, you know, in the mood for something like this without having to commit to 24 episodes of Arya um, for season 2? Because this is something that I think I would enjoy much more if it was like three episodes compared to 12 or 24 or something like that, just because of my ability to take the pacing. There's um another one of these types of shows that while doing research on Arya, I found that I want to watch, which is like a shopping trip to Tokahara or something about an android who goes shopping with her android friends post-apocalypse thing thought it was neat anyways <laughs> those are my long and drawn out thoughts on our animation um i'm sorry for the ramblingness but i was just doing a lot of math so <laughs> You're good. Uh, super focused uh pat take us home uh yeah uh yeah i'm gonna echo a lot of what uh miles said i think the big thing for me was the pacing it was just a little bit too slow and I wasn't as invested in the characters as I was with uh, Laid Back Camp or what they were doing as I was with Laid Back Camp, where I could really just latch on to the camping and or the eating the good food or, or whatever much more so than I could what was happening in the show. I do agree that it got stronger by the end. The last few episodes were pretty interesting uh, or more interesting, but I still watched them at two times speed because, again, it was just so it was just. It's weird because like I can relax, but at the same time, I don't like to. I don't like to relax. You know, I like to to be, go, you know, making use of my time and, and just going constantly doing something. So maybe that's why I I struggled with the show uh, in a similar way to uh, Miles did. Um, so for me, I think I'm going to give it a seven out of ten, uh, especially I think it gets a if this was made today and it looked the way it looks or or was paced the way it, it, it was i think i would uh probably give it lower but i i think given the time that it came out it was pretty good and better than a lot of other things that came out in 2005 so uh i think seven out of ten is pretty fair for it uh but yeah so that averages our scores out to a very simple mathematical thing of 8.00 since we had two nines two sevens and an eight uh so yeah that's pretty online with uh, Mal, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty it's sure a little, higher. Higher. a little bit higher, right? It's a Mal's a was seven point six eight, so seven point seven. So, you know, and I feel like if we had our a couple of our other crew members, uh, like we normally do, we might have brought the score down a little bit further as well. I think we had the the perfect audience for this show this uh, this episode. Um, but yeah, that wraps up our discussion on Aria the animation. Uh, so Miles, what are we watching on? May 16th, or discussing on May 16th. Yes. So, there comes a time in every podcast life where it needs to make the big decisions, the bold decisions. 
And we have made the decision as a podcast to watch a movie that is a retelling of an anime series from, sorry, Pete, um, from like, I, I don't even, anyways, we're going to be watching the Rossifon movie. <laughs> Let's go, baby. Let's go. I love, I love how Pete raises his hands and then, ah. Uh... <laughs> um, shows that have scored uh, legacy points include Classroom of the Elite, earning its fourth legacy point. That's a lot. <laughs> um, yes. Um, Flip Flappers, earning its first legacy point, um, but I'm not going to nominate it again because I'm just going to watch it. Um, and The Dirty Pair are earning its first legacy point. Um, so we will be watching the Rezafone movie streaming on High Dive. Um Oh, so excited. I am like, so- <laughs> I'm curious because I was reading the mal description and it was unclear if you needed to watch the series for this to make sense. And <laughs> that is I- I'm excited for it. I it is a like alternative version of a movie and I'm not sure or of a show and I don't know if it's like like you need to understand these references and we're just going to be fucking confused or <laughs> it's just a genuine retelling. I, I think this will be, this is either going to be blood blockade battlefront or handshakers. I think that's the range we have here for this particular thing. So it's a win, it's a win, win, win. Yeah, I gave six. I think it'll be, I think it's going to be elf and lead all over again. That's what I'm expecting. <laughs> something um, that i i rated lower than handshakers okay yeah, <laughs> i don't know what that says about me um let's hear everybody's nominations for this week i think this is normally pat job but i apologize i'm i'm, I'm stealing it no, pat. you're good what are yeah, you, you nominating get, this week that's a great question why don't you start i'm stealing your role of not having a nomination so great you start. i will be nominating the 2013 kyoto anime or kyoto animation anime beyond the boundary um so that's what i'm going to be putting up pat what would you... <laughs> i'm just kidding has what do you got for us rosario vampire well, season two well you know me man you didn't even let me get my speech all fuck you but yeah you know i'm an entertainer bro you know i'm an entertainer and i know what the people want they want more rosario vampire it does have give it three. It does have three legacy points, and I did vote for it first this week. Yes, so. sir. Yes, sir. Because they love it, and I'm uh, here for people. Pete, what do we got? Yeah, I, I'm a I'm a re up Johnny's nomination since I want, need to watch the show before season two comes out. So I'm nominating Classroom of the Elite. Ooh, let's see if he can come in second for like a fifth consecutive week. I'm voting for it. Um, all right. Uh, so now. You, you didn't like? Did you watch this actually? Have you watched it before? Classroom of the Elite. Yeah. No, I would never watch an anime called Classroom of the Elite voluntarily. Um, fire. What? You would. What? You would fit into this classroom. Miles is upset because he didn't get invited to the classroom. I was gonna I say he's. I, I was. Yeah, I was invited to the classroom of the freaking proletariat. Fire. Um, what do we got? Yeah. So I'm just gonna nominate this. Uh, Mappa's spring 2015 show, uh, Punchline. Punchline? Whoa. You nominated that, that before. I think someone has, at least. I don't know. Yeah, my, it was it Rifle? I, I saw it in the show. Is I like the movie? character design. 
Um, Do you like the etchy tag? Yep, I was just gonna make a comment on that. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> oh never mind. I'm thinking of red line. I'm bugging. Right, dude, red line would be sick. Pat, um, nominate red line. Uh, no, no, no. I found something to nominate. No worries. Uh, yeah, no. So uh, I'm oh, gonna Emily nominate. Told me to nominate red line, and I completely forgot. Next time, I promise. <laughs> I'm gonna nominate a top fifty show all time, according to Mal. Uh, yeah, uh, eighty six part one. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, I'm, okay. I'm not gonna lie, that setup was godly. You got I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready to fight. I, I'm ready to fight the good fight for. Okay, yeah, uh, no, you the, know what? The, I'm, the, gonna, the I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw eighty six some points. Oh, eighty six part, eighty six part two is in the top fifty. 50. I know. Eighty six part one is well, two eighty seven. Okay, sorry. Um, that was a yeah, top so three hundred. First um, part. Top fifty, second part, you know, pretty, pretty good. Um, yeah, I, I think the first part's pretty freaking good too, though. So uh, I, I know, right? I know, I just won right some revival. Did you, but, um, you, did you promise Jay you dominate fully coolly? No, I said no. I'm sorry. I, I, I think oh. I said no because I, I'm sorry, but I would not want to watch uh, fully coolly. So okay, you know <laughs> what? I, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna represent the J factor, and I'm gonna switch my nomination to fully coolly. All right, but you wouldn't yeah. switch um, it. To- you wouldn't switch it to red line. That's crazy! Wow! <laughs> wow! <laughs> double shot at that's fucking crazy. double shot at Mako in one episode. Yeah, well, you know, Jay Jay typed in the Discord that he wanted fully cool. Damn, three Bro. shots at Mako! <laughs> <laughs> Incredible! I Not love like it. This. Um. Okay, we got this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So those are our nominations. Uh, Miles will post them in the Anime Club. If you guys want to vote, please vote in our comments. Uh, or join our Discord. Message Miles on Discord. Message me. Uh, I don't know. DM us on Twitter or something. Find a way to vote if you uh, if you're an audio listener out there because apparently we've had a good couple weeks in a row. So uh, we appreciate you, you silent majority out there that don't talk to us, and and uh, thank you for listening. Uh, Pete, go ahead. Yes, and if you've made this far in the podcast and you want to support us, the best way to do so is like, comment, subscribe, leave a review on whatever platform you are listening to us or watching us on. We have YouTube for visual content next week bringing back our most popular segment we got anime jeopardy 7 baby so looking forward to that on monday otherwise if you're joining us for watch club you will see us in two weeks where we will be watching the movie razafon thanks and we'll see you next time